What's up, everybody? It's uh, another episode of Hear Me Out. <laughs> John Blankenship here, as always. Here with the, as always. the, the lovely Steffi Carpenter. Um, Mine doesn't have quite as much of a ring to it as yours does. You know? Yeah. Honestly, I've never heard that because John Blankenship's always seemed like kind of a clunky name. I don't know. I feel like that. I don't know. So, a little story <laughs> behind today's... Uh, well, I've got a couple of things, really. Um, to start, that I we were... Tonight's... Today's Spit podcast... Spit it out, Junior! I'm trying to figure out... No, it's today, Junior! I know. They all heard you being mean to me. <laughs> um... But today, today's podcast was supposed to be um, a remote podcast with my brother, Justin. Um, he's in the Army, and he's stationed out in Louisiana right now. So we were going to do a podcast over the internet, but uh, I ran into some technical issues. Uh, no, so, fault, no fault of Anchor, of course. Uh, thank you, Anchor. So for... John stuck with me yet again. Well, that's not how I was going to put it. I was going to say Steffi saved the day because yeah, okay. I, needed a, I needed a co-host for tonight's episode. Okay. Um, another, another cool thing about today was, so technically this is our ninth episode, but counting the bonus episode, it's our tenth. So, uh, today's issue is going to be our top 10 of all time. I've been saving this for the official 10th, but we're both so darn excited, aren't we, Stephanie? Aren't we? <laughs> yeah. And bored. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that leads into, right before we get into uh, top 10s, honorable mentions and stuff, uh, self-isolation. It's There's been a, a, lot of, a lot of talk about that on the... The interwebs, like the kids are calling it. Um, how are you feeling, Steffi? You're you're the one that's kind of they deemed you non-essential, basically. So how are you feeling? Oh, I'm going insane. Yeah. Well, it's it's mostly you being with with your mom, right? Yes. Yeah, that's that's mostly the point of all. I mean, you've got video games. You've got stuff to do. I did buy a Zoo Tycoon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know you're enjoying. Shout that. out Zoo Tycoon. Shout out Zoo Tycoon. <laughs> um, how are you feeling about this? The virus itself, like, are you freaking out? Are you calm? I mean, I, I know I just, you're. Everyone just needs to stay home. Yeah, I know you're. <laughs> yeah, did you see I changed my Twitter name to that? Yeah, stay <laughs> home. Um, I know you're pretty calm because you don't really have a lot of plans generally most of the time, and that's not a bad thing, especially with this happening mm -hmm. um i'm getting to the point where i'm freaking out a little bit but that was me i, I knocked one of the uh, oh yeah one of the drawers um i'm freaking out a little bit uh it's a just bit. yeah it's just getting it's just getting real you know as the days goes on y y you see something like this happening in the news and it's just like you know you kind of put it to the back of your mind at first you're like this is probably going to go on for like a month. And now we're a month in and things just keep getting worse. Yeah, for real. So I'll probably reiterate it at the end. But if you're not staying home, please stay home. Uh, Steffi and I have high risk and or elderly members of the family. Uh, you don't have 
elderly. Yeah, I'm so, a yeah. single elderly yeah. member. I'm, I'm mentioning that in case your mom mm-hmm. listens to this by chance. I don't think you're old, Nia, I promise. <laughs> um, but yeah, it it's another reason it freaks us out is just because we don't want anything to happen to our loved ones. And you guys shouldn't want it either. And you really shouldn't uh, want to put yourselves at risk either because it's, it's knocked off quite a few young people as well. So scary stuff right yeah how you gonna you bra- think this is a this is a how horror you, podcast how are you gonna branch that one john what if i just went no segue? And everyone's dying cool so top 10 movies I, I just went like no segue louis ck style just went yeah coronavirus big trouble in little china is one of my honorable mentions <laughs> i know you did not just mention louis ck yeah i did hmm interesting anyways so top ten TV shows, Louis, Louis, Louis. <laughs> um, do you? So you had a little bit more trouble making this list than I did. Well, I have a very big problem with everything being my favorite. So, <laughs> I mean, music, movies, you name it, food. Yeah. Um, so. I had to make a big old giant list of things I love, and then I actually had to tone it into my top 10. So that was kind of hard to put them in order. So they are in order, you know, 10 to 1. Yeah. But um, I do love them all the same. (laughs) I just had to kind of, I mean, I have reasons for loving them different, I guess, but there's a lot of good movies out there. Yeah. And there's a lot that really, that could, that could make a list. I mean, I could make a top 100, honestly, if I thought about it hard enough. I considered making this a top 20, but. I feel like 10, 10th episode. Yeah, we'll do t- top 20 next time. Yeah. Wait another 10 episodes <laughs> and you'll hear the the honorable mentions oh, guys, that made the list. Just wait till the 100th. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's going to be a long ass episode. Yeah. <laughs> um. So the way I'm thinking about going about this is we can shout out honorable mentions first. Say a little something about them if we want. Are you sure? First? Should we... Wait until we finish the second on the list and then say honorable mentions. Yeah, like watch like Mojo. Watch Mojo style. Yeah. Shout out Watch Mojo. Yeah, Watch Mojo. You'd be watching that for no reason at all. Yeah. Every day. 3 a.m., can't sleep, Dinner. watch Mojo, or what culture. Like, got, Those are the go-tos. Pop the YouTube on my phone at dinner time at the table. See, my thing <laughs> about it is Watch Mojo is cool, but they do that thing where it's like, like they went to school to be a professional voiceover artist. Right. It, I think I've showed you a couple of what culture videos. They're just a bunch of like English toothy dudes and like a couple mm-hmm. of girls and like they're all just like really brash and they cuss and they tell mm-hmm. your mom jokes and stuff. I like them a little more just because they seem a bit more personable. Right. Watch Mojo all kind of seem like like they're only doing Watch Mojo because they got fired from the airport. <laughs> Like yeah. Terminal 3C. Well, yeah, literally. Yeah. Watch well, Mojo. And I also told you Watch Mojo would literally marry the Dark Knight if they were allowed to. Yeah, so... If there was a 10 list that the Dark Knight could possibly fit into, it's going to be number one for Watch Mojo. So, for anybody... Some people get this joke. I, I hope you do, because I think it's really funny. If Watch Mojo made a list of top 10 Mad Max movies, there's four Mad Max movies, it would be the first four Mad Maxes and then the Dark Knight six times, <laughs> like no, literally, no, really, they 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 love them, and this might piss Jordan off, 
Shout out Jordan. I miss you guys, man. Before before I go into this, I, I, I miss the guys. I I like doing podcasts with you a lot. I think and I think it comes off a lot clearer to the listeners too. Um, we need we need a YouTube video with the podcast for the guys because yeah. you have to be able to see who is talking. It's very hard to tell sometimes because we're all talking over each other, and then it's like, well, there's ah. so much um, visual with mm-hmm. the guys too. There's so much laughing. There's so many. Yeah, faces. they're like, look at his face, and yeah. everyone's like, uh. well, I remember one of them. I don't remember which one, but Jordan like showed a meme, and it was like a really weird meme. Mm-hmm. And I had to explain it was like a dude with like a really stretched out hand and it was like, give me your poop now. And like Jordan made it on the spot is what was funny. (laughs) There was no there was no precursor to it. And that's what it was weird. And it was funny. Right. But like you can't explain that. No, you can't. People hear that and they're like, what the fuck? If they seen it and they seen how hard we were laughing, it'd be funny. But what I was mentioning Jordan for is I don't have the Dark Knight on my list at all. I think the Dark Knight is so much more powerful in terms of per- if this was a performances list, which we will do. Mm-hmm. I think Dark Knight could take maybe two, two performances, mm-hmm. but it's also kind of unfair because I was thinking Gary Oldman would have been one of them as uh, Commissioner Gordon, but he's also in all three movies, so I mean, like it's kind of a toss up. Yeah. Um. So, do you want me to start? And you can listen to mine, and if you get any ideas, you can jock them? Sure. Okay. (laughs) All right. So, what we're going to do is we're going to go through the top ten. We can explain it and say a little bit about why we like it and uh, what it means to us and all that, and then Mm -hmm. just keep going. Once we get to honorable mentions, kind of list them, and if you want to say something little. Okay, do you want to... You want to list your 10 to 1 first and then go back and talk about them so that way you kind of have. Um. Or no, you... just explain it as you go. That's fine too. Yeah, I, I think I'll probably just explain okay, them as I go. That's fine. Um, that way it's all not all mumbled together. Yeah, go ahead. Number 10, Dazed and Confused by Richard Linklater. Oh, God, of course it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think about them high school girls. <laughs> uh, Matthew McConaughey, Parker Posey. Um, Ben Affleck's first big role. Really? <laughs> yeah, you remember him? He's he's the paddle guy that gets the paint mm-hmm. dumped on. You I know, thought you went. Do you remember? Ben, you remember Ben Affleck, right? <laughs> you remember that guy, the Boston, I was the Boston like, are you guy. Serious? <laughs> Rides on Matt Damon's coattails. Fuck Matt Damon. Uh, <laughs> also <laughs> hate him in Gone Girl. I mean, I don't hate. He's, no. a, he's a wonderful actor. Oh Gone yeah, Girl. Ben like, Affleck's dope in Gone I, what Girl. Was it Nick? I hate. Yeah, him. <laughs> Nick Dune. Done. Yeah, I'm thinking of the Dune remake coming out. Yeah. Um, But, oh, Dazed and Confused. Dazed and Confused is the ultimate party movie. Um, What do you see? Uh, Hold on. Oh, okay. (laughs) My my headphones were on backwards. Thanks. Actually, it sounds a lot clearer now. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I thought you, you were like looking at the wall. I was like, is there a bug? No, I was looking at the letter over your ear and it was an L and I'm on your right side. So okay. I was like, uh. Sorry, sorry. I keep getting distracted. I'm such an ADHD podcaster. Sorry. No, Hi. it's okay. It's okay. Um, but yeah, Days and Confused is the ultimate party movie. I don't care if you think Super Bad is. I don't care if you think Project X is. This is the end. Uh, Animal House. This is it. Dazed and Confused is the best party movie of all time. Um, 
you're in the 70s it filmed in the 90s set in the 70s uh the kid you know like all the other ones yeah <laughs> i'm just grease i'm just kidding well that's Greece? 70s in the 50s yes yeah two decades before always uh so fresh uh the future freshmen are getting out of school and the seniors i think they're going into senior year yeah they're going into senior year and they're yeah. gonna they're gonna punish yeah because remember they got they're getting on the football team mm-hmm. and they're gonna punish them all by whipping them with uh big wooden boards uh paddles Pad- yeah that's what it's called yeah yes. so they they get this one kid and one of the older dudes gives him a ride home and he's like hey man you want to come to this party with me later and then they go to this huge party that's fucking ultimate like what's not there fighting sex beer drugs the the stoner character is one of the best Mm -hmm. that's one of the best pothead characters of all time (laughs) okay so dazed and confused at number 10 it's good matt mcconaughey's hilarious in that one too he's literally like 30 years old hanging out at the high school party for no reason (laughs) for no reason other than to be a creep say you need a ride (laughs) no i'm driving my car yeah, he's in his car talking to her through the window. You need a ride. He said, well, I said you ditched those losers and ride at the party with me. <laughs> okay, so number nine, Princess Bride. Yes. Uh, Carrie Ells, Robin Wright, Andre the Giant. Um, dude, too many to name. There's so many stuff. Uh, 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 Fred Savage, the yep. kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from the Wonder Years. Inconceivable. Um, I don't know his name, but he was in Marriage Story. Mm-hmm. Um, don't say mm-hmm, like you've watched it. That'd be on your top ten if you watched it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she hates Adam Driver and Scott Johansson. <laughs> but you like Turn Jojo Rabbit. I never said that. I liked her character. I yes. hate Scarlett yeah, Johansson. But no, no, no. You liked her character. That means you liked her. That means she did the character well. Anybody could have played that woman. That's not true. Literally anybody could have. It could have Florence been, Pugh couldn't have played it. She would have been perfectly fine. No, she wouldn't. She can do Little Women. She can do Jojo Rabbit. You didn't see Little Women. I believe she can do Jojo Rabbit. <laughs> That's not a hard character. She's a mom in the war. Hiding a Nazi girl. Yeah, but there was nothing stunning about ScarJo's performance or the character itself. I, I like great. the character. It's nothing. The movie is not about her. Princess Bride. So, um. <laughs> The entire movie is told in a storybook fashion. The kid stays home from school and the grandpa comes to watch him. He's telling him a story the entire time. And it's about uh, a farm boy who leaves the princess's side and the princess gets kidnapped. And the farm boy disguises himself as the Dread Pirate Roberts. And he goes to find the kidnappers and fight them all off. And, uh, oh man... And then true love. It's happens. just a big com- it's, comedic mess. This is this is one of the few times I'll. T- There's a couple of movies I like that are adventure. I generally don't watch a lot of adventure movies, but this is one of those fantasy adventure. Mo- I just put it on the uh, Instagram follow at seven five seven movie club. Um, that's my favorite fantasy movie. Mm-hmm. So it, it's got a rightful place as number nine on the list. Um, well, I mean, it has it all, man. Fantasy, yeah. a love story, a princess, fighting, hel- like uh, hilarious, great moments. swords fight, great yeah. sword fighting. Um, Inigo Montoya when he's telling uh, Dread Pirate Roberts to climb up the rocks, mm-hmm. he says, uh, "Dread Pirate says, you don't think you could pass me a rope, do you?" And he says, "Well, I could, but I don't know if you would take it 
because I'm only waiting up here to kill you. And he says, mm, that does put a damper on our relationship. <laughs> it's probably the best line in that movie. I it's, love that movie. It's so good. Uh, number eight, super classic here. Good, the bad, the ugly. Clint Eastwood, uh, Lee Van Cleef, uh, Sergio Leone directing, and um, Ineo Morricone on the score. Banger, banger cowboy movie. And it's the uh, end to the Dollars trilogy. Uh, both the other ones are good, uh, classic spaghetti westerns, but one of those movies, Good, the Bad, and the Ugly has garnered the reputation, as it should have, to be in the same club with The Godfather. It should be right in, if there was a bowl, right, you mm-hmm. got a bowl, Godfather, Godfather 2, uh, as much as I hate to say it, uh, what's that one by Orson Welles? Um, Citizen Kane. Okay. You know, like all the big movies of mm-hmm. history. Good, bad, and ugly is in there. I, and, I believe you. I yeah, have nothing. I know I you haven't I've, seen it, <laughs> and I think you might not like it all that much. Not because of the movie. I know you're okay. You're open to watching western movies, but it's it's a spaghetti western. And when we watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, we both learned that in spaghetti westerns, they would film it, and then they would run up to him with a recorder and say, "Say your line exactly the same," and then they would dub it. So there's a lot of bad lip reading in that movie mm-hmm. clint eastwood's a great lip reader he he speaks his right back into it like he he looks like he's talking but there's a lot of shitty and there's a lot of people speaking italian that just got dubbed english voices right great movie though i enjoy good bad and ugly a lot number seven oh this one i've never been on an emotional roller coaster like i have with this movie for real if you haven't seen Prisoners by Denis oh, Villeneuve. God. <laughs> that should be an honorable mention. For yeah, me, but I don't have enough room. So. Hugh Jackman, put it on there. That's no, okay. I'll just talk about it now with you. It's but fine. I've got like fifteen on mine. You've got ten, 10 it's honorable. It's perfectly mentions. fine. Okay, I'll just um, bounce off of you. It's okay. Hugh Jackman, Jake Gyllenhaal, Paul Dano, uh, Terrence, uh, what's his name? Terrence Howard, Viola Davis, Logan Lerman, isn't it? Isn't he? Or no, who's the kid that was uh, in Don't Breathe? Oh, 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 oh. I don't know his the name. The kid from 13 Reasons Yeah, Why. I don't remember his yeah, name. I, yeah. yeah, but he's the son, remember? He's mm-hmm. he's um Hugh Jackman's son? I don't remember. I yeah, he's Hugh Jackman's time. son. It was like a year ago. Big, I, I loved it. I just yeah. I couldn't tell you the exact details. But, you know, he goes on the walk. So mm-hmm. basically, um, Hugh Jackman, Terrence Howard, Viola Davis, and whoever played Hugh Jackman's wife, I forgot what her name is. Uh, they get together. It's like uh, Christmas time and is it i think it's a holiday it's a holiday okay yeah um because i I think i've seen wreaths i think it was one of the kids birthdays i don't know they were having their neighbors and yeah it's a party together and all their kids were together at one of them and it was fun they were playing like trumpets and everything and they were just all drunk like goofing off everyone's over it's it's like it's like new year's or something yeah um so hugh jackman's little not infant toddler (laughs) infant she's like eight his young daughter gets uh, kidnapped and he doesn't know who did it. And really, I don't want to get too into this one because it goes so deep in so many roller coaster circles swooping around. But just character wise, Hugh Jackman is the one whose daughter is missing. And then Jake Gyllenhaal is a cop. Yeah. And he's a detective, a a, yeah, a detective yeah. on the case. And it is batshit crazy, and it's so good. You're gonna hurt so bad for so many different people yeah, for you're so gonna many be different like reasons. Deeply pained, and then plot twist: 
galore. Big, so you big plot to, twist at the end. I mean, there is nothing about this movie that you could predict. Ever. Yeah. Not one thing yeah. that happens ever um, at all. So, uh, my number six, The Hateful Eight. Okay. Um, I'm going to go ahead and spoil my number one is not Pulp Fiction anymore. When I was younger, Pulp Fiction reigned supreme over everything. You say younger like that wasn't two years ago. Pulp Fiction was your favorite when I met you. But I'm saying it's been my favorite movie since I was 13. And I told him I had never seen it, and he about popped a blunt. Yeah, it, I mean, well, that's another, that's in Good Bag Ugly, Godfather. Pulp yeah, Fiction's but like, it. you literally were like, oh my god! Yeah, well, it was crazy. Um, <laughs> but The Hateful Eight has taken uh, the reins as my favorite Quentin Tarantino movie. Mm-hmm. It's a whodunit. Uh, another spoiler, not the only whodunit on my list. I love those movies, and it's not Clue. Um, <clears throat> I know. It's or funny. Knives Out, because I haven't seen Knives Out. I really want to see Knives Out. Um, we should rent that. Okay. All right. Hateful Eight <laughs> is uh, Bounty Hunter's on the way to get um, his payment for a bounty, a very dangerous lady. And he picks up another bounty hunter, the would-be sheriff of the town they're going to, and they get caught in a blizzard. So they have to stop at a shack, a shack that the bounty hunter knows well. The bounty hunter played by Kurt Russell, my favorite actor. That's a, that's a spoiler from when we do an actor's podcast. Yeah. Um, But yeah. And there's going to be some people at that shack who are not what they seem to be. Altogether, you've got the cowpuncher, the hangman, the Mexican. The sheriff, the bounty hunter, the uh, the, the no 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 Tim Roth. Why did you start making a list when you don't know what the hell you going? No, with? I'm almost there. I'm almost. Uh, is the hangman? You don't ask. No, me. hangman is Kurt Russell. Who is Tim Roth? You He's the he executioner. The no, the bounty hunter is Samuel L. Jackson. You said the bounty hunter knows this. Shaq well, who was Kurt Russell? Who well, they both knew the Shaq well because it's Minnie Haberdashery. But he was the ba- oh. Any old haberdashery. <laughs> Shout out John Mulaney. Yeah. I love that man. Um, Any old haberdashery. So, uh, Hateful Eight for Six. I'm not going to get too deep into that one. There's a couple of these that there are. It's really good, though. That's going to be a plot twist. And it's really. I mean, it takes a minute to get into it. It's a three hour movie. Right. But once it starts, like, once you start realizing that somebody's lying, you're like. Guys, mm-hmm. Netflix that shit. It's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Yeah. And I mean, you're fucking. You're supposed to be self isolating anyway. Quarantine. Yeah, you have three hours. Just <clears throat> yeah. pull some clothes and watch the hateful eight. You got time, baby. Uh, number s- five. <laughs> five. Five. Fifty-five. It's a uh, gold gold member from Austin Powers. Are My you, Fosher. Are you serious? No, I'm talking about what I was talking about. Oh, I was like number Which five. Which fifty-five? What's that from? That's YouTube. Ignore me. Okay. Uh, I will. That's YouTube from when I was like nine. Dude. Five. No Country for Old Men. The Coen Brothers. Josh Brolin. Tommy Lee Jones. Who played Anton Sugar? Javier Bardem. Don't ask me. Stellar, I don't stellar movie. Uh, it's a cat and mouse game the entire time. Josh Brolin finds a car full of dead Hispanic fellas and a suitcase filled with millions of dollars. The only thing is, those Spanish fellas were murdered by a cold and ruthless assassin who will do anything to get that money back. Josh Brolin has it. 
it's so good. It's a Coen Brothers movie. It's it's got to be good. You know, it's it's an awesome story. It's an awesome chase. Uh, not really any spoilers there. Um, a lot of people have watched it. That movie came out in like 2008. So uh, watch that. Number four. This is gonna piss Braylon off. Oh God. There will be blood. Why will it piss him off? He hates that movie. Huh? Super bored every time he watches it. What? I think his older brother is too. No, I don't think Parent is. Shout out Parent. I only I only saw bits and pieces, so I can't. Really, I mean, I saw I've seen a lot of it through you and like YouTubes and watching. Like, I mean, I've probably watched that movie about twelve and, like, times around you. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you basically you've essentially seen it. At this like, point. yeah. Um, wonderful. Actually. The greatest performance. Ever by Daniel Day Lewis as Daniel Plainview. Did uh, he win for that? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. He not only did he win, I'm pretty sure. Let me look it up. I'm pretty sure he beat a bunch of like really good uh Daniel Day Lewis. Uh there will be blood Oscar win. It was right. You didn't have to type all of that. Um Let's see who he was up against. It was in 2008. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, damn. I got to scroll a lot. It's worth it, though. I'm sure. I'm, I'm pretty sure he beat out a lot of good dudes. Oh, 2007. He beat out George Clooney and Michael Clayton, which is a great movie. Johnny Depp and Sweeney Todd. Uh, I think Javon just watched that. I've never seen it. Tommy Lee Jones in In the Valley of Elah, which was a good movie. I've never seen it. And Viggo Mortensen in Eastern Promises, which is a David Cronenberg film. Uh, I love David Cronenberg. Haven't seen that movie or History of Violence, but I got to see both of them because I love Viggo and I love Cronenberg. So, hey, that's a big win for Daniel Day-Lewis, and he deserved the shit out of like, And he beat him from a mile away. Mm-hmm. Um. It's a, I mean, a wonderful acting from yeah. from a lot of different actors and, in that movie, but yeah, and Paul Dano's in that too. Um, damn, he's in two movies, two of my top tens. Mm-hmm. Um, set design, yeah, some of the best set design I've ever yeah. seen. Uh, it's a story. It's I'm not gonna explain it. It's very long winded. It's another close to three hour movie. Um, it's a story of an oil baron who gets drunk with greed and uh, goes through a lot of a lot of old timey tough times as a prospector. So oil prospector. So that's on Netflix too. Uh, newly added last month, I believe. But I will tell you from what I've seen, I liked it a lot and I'm not a huge fan of like Western old fashioned movies. Yeah. Like of that topic, but I guess you could call that a Western. Yeah. I mean, it's not like, there's there's not like horse and, and like cowboys and stuff. I know, but I'm saying it's not like a, like a John Wayne Western. Yeah, Yeah. 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 So like, even if you're not a fan of, you know, dirt westerns watch that is a good movie. watch that even if you're not like even if you're not like i want to be an actor i want to be a director like don't watch that for film study watch that because you deserve it it's yeah. so good yeah it's very it's very good my number three uh my second and other whodunit movie also starring kurt russell the thing wowie that movie's amazing <laughs> John Carpenter directing uh, Keith David and Kurt Russell in starring roles and a great supporting cast. Uh, one of which is Wilford Brimley, who, if you guys don't know who Wilford Brimley is, he's the dude in the diabetes commercials. It says, I'm Wilford Brimley and I have diabetes. <laughs> he, he's been memed since like, the, oh, really? yeah, since like the early 2000s, before meme was a word. 
Um, so yeah, the thing is great. You've seen a little bit of it with me. Yeah, I, I saw like the last forty-five minutes. Of yeah, it. I sh- I told you to look up every time there was a really cool um, special effect, which is all uh, practical. It was all practical effects. Which is that really? Yeah, I thought I thought I told you that because I thought you were impressed because all the aliens were animatronic and you know when the legs sprout out of the head and stuff like. Okay, yeah. Maybe yeah, that's all animatronic. Maybe There's no CGI that's in that wild. movie. Yeah. All the explosions are real. They had one shot to get it. Right. So good. And a real flamethrower. That's super cool. Um, <laughs> Elon must be like. Yeah. <laughs> I want a flamethrower. I really do. Shut up. Okay. <laughs> um. So, yeah, the thing is really great. John Carpenter is my favorite director. Uh, number two, Shaun of the Dead. Yes. <laughs> what more can I say about that? I've I've mentioned that on I believe this is the third podcast I've mentioned that probably. On. But I mean, that movie has so many things that it references itself that I feel like it applies to a lot of different topics. <laughs> I've probably seen that movie over two hundred times. Mm-hmm. Probably seen it because you've seen me like reenact most of the scenes. <laughs> I can't shut up when I watch it. Mm-hmm. That's new with Back to the Future. It's okay. Oh, I know. I mean, but <laughs> they, we both seen both of those, so we can quote both of them. I used to watch uh, Sean to get to sleep weirdly, a zombie movie to get to sleep. I think you've said that before on the yeah. podcast, probably. Like probably. Times. Who knows? Um, so that was my number two. So I'll go through honorable mentions. Honorable mentions are not all good movies, but they are my favorite movies. That's mm-hmm. what these lists are. These are favorites, not. Best movies, okay? My, my best movies list is super different. I think There Will Be Blood is number one. I think that's the best movie that's ever yeah. come out, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, honorable mentions. There's like 15 of them. House of a Thousand Corpses, Rob Zombie. Good one. Sid Love Haig, that. Bill Mosley, Sherry Moon, Rain Wilson, Chris Hardwick. Yeah, funny enough. Yeah. That, yeah. That's funny. That yeah. one's good because it's terrifying and it's like hellbillies and it's a little bit funny while it's also super, super, super fucked up. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> a good homage to old mm-hmm. exploitation yeah. uh, movies. Uh, Train to Busan, which you haven't seen, but is one of the biggest heart-wrenching movies I've ever seen. It's a great zombie movie. Uh, Yun Sang-ho is the director um see i got the lighthouse wonderful the lighthouse is on amazon we're Prime gonna do a, a podcast for that yeah. by itself because it needs to be delved into well i i really wanted to wait a little bit mm-hmm. so people could see it get amazon prime if watch that movie if if for nothing else you will keep amazon prime it's great um get it for the lighthouse battle royale another movie you haven't seen badass movie it's so great it's the hunger games before the hunger games and it's not post-apocalyptic these are a bunch of japanese school kids like they went to class they were like okay we're you know we're gonna have a toast today and this dude walks in and sends the teacher out and he's like all right i'm putting these collars on y'all uh you gotta go out there you got like two days kill each other if not all your collars are gonna fucking explode crazy i mean there's been a ton of movies the condemned uh you know, uh, Hunger Games, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But um, that was the first. That was the best. Parasite. Oh, God. Bong Joon-ho. Bong Hive. Wonderful movie. Yeah, great movie. Wonderful. Deserved every award it got, if not more. Yeah. Fuck that more. They needed more. <laughs> uh, Mandy was a rewatch I did the other day. Nicolas Cage movie. 
uh, by some Greek guy. I forgot what his name was, but shout out to him, man. Um, amazing movie, beautiful visuals, crazy, crazy, crazy gore, and all the insaneness that you want out of Nicolas Cage. Um, get Out, Jordan Peele. Love it. Great. Eric still hasn't seen it. Crazy bastard. Can't believe that. He's seen us, which is which is good, but it wouldn't even come Dude, close to my honorable. That does not have a hair on Get Out's ass. <laughs> Get Out's got so much deep down. It's so good. Rocky Horror Picture Show. Seen that I'm recently. Glad that you like that yeah. so much. Yeah. D- doing the time warp out this bit. So so good. That oh, I I've added a bunch of those songs to my Spotify. I love that. I love Tim Curry. And the funniest part about that for me is that John doesn't really like you're not like a huge like musical type of I fan. like hairspray, I like grease. I'm surprised is hairspray on there? Honorable no. mentions. John loves hairspray, I which love is hairspray. wonderful because I love hairspray and I'm so glad <laughs> that there's a touch of that with us because I, uh, I needed that. <laughs> I well, anything Christopher Walken's right. solid gold. I got him to watch him, was it last summer? The ice! It's gone to break. <laughs> Sorry if your headphones are turned up. He a timeless. <laughs> Wait, what's he saying? Catch me if you can. He's like, a mouse, two mice fall into a bucket of milk. One mouse, he drowns. The other mouse, he swims and turns the milk into cream. <laughs> <laughs> He's so fucking crazy. I love him. Yeah. Um, so Rocky Horror Picture Show hey, is great. I don't like your tone. You do it again, I'm going to stab you in the face with a solder knife. <laughs> uh, good time. Robert Pattinson. That was a good movie. Yeah. Safety Brothers are awesome. I can't wait to watch Uncut Gems. Um, I'm trying to wait to watch it with the guys because they really wanted me to see it with them. But I might have to break down and see it with Steffi and we'll review it. I, I don't know. We'll see. Um, Pulp Fiction. I got a show love. What really put me into the game? It's really wild that John has a tattoo of Mia on Mia Wallace, right? Yeah, Mia Wallace on his shin, and Pulp Fiction did not even make his top ten for right now. It doesn't matter. It's an amazing movie. I'm I will never. Saying, I'm just saying it's wild to me that that is not even on. I top have one 10. tattoo I regret. That's not it at all. The one you regret <laughs> is not even regrettable, so I don't even want to hear it. It's it's regrettable because I only like like three or four Jason movies. Like yeah, but it's cool. It's yeah. fine. It's a good story. Friday the 13th mm-hmm. tattoo is a good story. Um, oh, brother, where art thou? Wonderful. John Turturro. I'm a Dapper Dan, man. Uh, yeah, George Clean. I don't want fuck. Uh, <laughs> it's a Coen Brothers movie, and it's got like everybody who's ever been in a Coen Brothers movie, which mm-hmm. is great. Uh, Let the Right One In. It's a Swedish vampire movie. Uh, it's really good. It's a little heartbreaking. It's a little sad. You love the kids. Like you'll you'll like it. It was remade into Let Me In with Chloe Grace Moretz and I forgot what the boy's name is, but that one's good too. But watch the Swedish one; it's a lot better. Office Space. Ah, Mike Judge. That's one of my Mike Judge. You're my hero. <laughs> I love Mike Judge. Beavis and Butthead, King of the Hill. You name it, I've watched it. Love that dude. He's hilarious. Finally, Big Trouble in Little China. Got to show some more love to John Carpenter, Kurt Russell, the greatest team in cinema history, which leads me into number one. It's not uh, John Carpenter and Kurt Russell. If you couldn't fucking guess what number one is, (laughs) Evil Dead 2, (laughs) Sam Raimi, uh, Bruce Campbell starring. Um, It's a wonderful movie. The ultimate in comedy horror, slapstick gore, chainsaw wielding, 
uh, cursing out hero. So there's so much groundbreaking that Evil Dead 2 did. And I want to do a whole podcast about it, so I'm not going to. But there was a final man instead of the final girl trope. Sam Raimi said, do away with that. Do away with the... The, the girl that's helpless until the end, I'm just going to make my best friend from high school do it, <laughs> which is one of the cool things about Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell is because they've been together in so many movies, even if it was just for cameos. And, uh, man, I'm just, I'm not going to get super into it. It's just, it's, you got to see it. It's truly so it's enjoyable. It's that like classic look that, with yeah, the there's cabin a, in the woods. There's grime over this. It's a big dorky idiot hero. I want you, you to spoil him. something for me. Did you put the new Evil Dead on your top ten? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> All right. Absolutely. I'll let you talk about that in a minute. But <laughs> so my number one, Evil Dead Two, the greatest sequel, the greatest movie, my favorite movie. I laugh, I cry, I cover my eyes, and then I look through the fingers. Greatest movie of all time. It's really good. Ooh, favorite top ten. All good right, Steffi. Uh, start us off with number ten. I'm oh, excited man. to hear these. So, like I said before, it was hard for me to pick these in order because I love them all for yeah. different reasons. Um, yeah. my number ten is Forrest Gump. No, it's not Forrest Gump. I do love Forrest Gump. Yeah, you got to. I, I can't put it as an honorable mention. I can't put anything Tom Hanks because everyone knows he is one of the greatest. You know his movies. I'll are be good. surprised if Big isn't on yours. It's not. Oh uh, wow, I'm surprised. But I do love Big. <laughs> yeah, Big. That, that could be one of my honorable mentions because yeah. uh, Big is. But, but I don't want to put Tom Hanks because ev- like if Tom Hanks is in it, there's not one movie that I'm like ah, it's probably not gonna be that great. There is like, a Tom Hanks movie on yours. You told me already one. What? There's... No. That's an honorable mention for me. I don't think it's oh, okay. top 10 for me. Well, regardless, regardless. Yeah. So my number 10 is La La Land. Oh, great movie. Great movie. That's it another was, musical I like. It, it was like one of my number like top five for a long time. It's still, I mean, it's still, it's up there for me, man. Top 10's a pretty good spot. Um, That's a dope movie. La La Land is Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling. Um, it is a musical but it's not like a hairspray type of, it's not very like theatrical type of musical. It's more like yeah. they'll be doing something and all of a sudden they start singing type of thing. But it kind of fits into the story. Like nobody really questions them singing. Like, you yeah, know, you're not like, yeah. oh, it's a musical. I don't yeah. And it. not everybody like jumps in and dances along. It's just, it's usually just them. Yeah. They'll be like walking on the street and they're like singing, but, um, without spoiling anything for you or giving anything away. Um, <laughs> Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling are both aspiring artists, pretty much. Yeah. Um, Ryan Gosling is a jazz musician, and Emma Stone is an actress, aspiring mm-hmm. both of them. Um, and they both have these big dreams, and they both hate each other for the first like thirty, <laughs> yeah. 30 minutes of the movie. They hate I forgot each other. about that. Yeah. Um, but they fall in love, and that's that's the story. And it is a movie that beautiful romantic movie, beautiful movie. Yeah. Um, both visually and emotionally. And yeah, it's a pretty. Movie I, too, I, yeah, yeah, it's like it'll be like a blue background, and they're wearing like bright yellow or something crazy. It's mm. it's really nice to look at. Um, it fits. Yeah. And I swore up and down to John. I was like, dude, you're gonna cry. <sighs> we're we're gonna cry together. You're gonna love it. And he was like, I don't know. I don't cry. I don't cry. No, no, it wasn't like that. But it's definitely it. It'll grab you. I man. did cry. He did cry. John cried. Mm-hmm. It makes you cry. Yeah. So um, that's a good one. Um, number nine. One flew over the cuckoo's nest. 
cool movie. Wonderful movie. I love Jack Nicholson. The Shining could be an honorable mention. I didn't write it down, but that's that's a good movie too. But One Flew, um, if you haven't seen it, you need to because that is... Why don't you drop a couple names that are in that movie? Jack Nicholson. Danny DeVito. Yep. Christopher Lloyd. Yep. I'll fill it in. Brad Dourif. Yes. Brad Dourif, the voice of Chucky. Yes. And the sheriff in the Rob Zombie Halloween remakes. Yes. And uh, who plays Nurse Ratchet? What's her name? You remember? No, but she's famous. No, but but the guard in that movie, the jan like the the night guard is Uh, the same. Scatman Crothers. Yes, it's the same man from The Shining. Yeah. Um. But yeah, one flew Jack Nicholson. Well, was he gonna? He was gonna be arrested, so he faked being crazy. He was arrested. Yeah, he was but in when, jail. When, yeah, when he's, he went he's to court, he's like kind of a turd. He's a con man. Like, yeah, he's just a big giant con man. He's like, he's just an ass. Um, <laughs> he and is so, an ass. Yeah, and he, but you kind of like him, you know. Yeah. It's like you kind of like he's smart. You're on it. his side more than you, you are the, you the are. state side. You are. He's like a big brother. You're like, I don't like him, but I love him. You know. Yeah. So, but he, uh, yeah, he's in jail. And he gives you noogies, but he sneaks you liquor. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly yeah. it. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, he's in jail and he fakes being crazy <sighs> so that he can get into the um, psych ward because he's heard like good things. Like they get to watch TV and like don't have to be in a cell and he doesn't, you know, he's a con man. So, um, but he, uh, he meets all these guys that are in the, uh, in the ward with him and they kind of become buddies and it's just family, a big, not a buddy. It's, it's, yeah, it's family. their family, man. He loves them. No, yeah, he really does. Yeah. Um, and uh, nurse ratchet has been, bitch. <laughs> Carol Baskins, you yeah. bitch. No. Um, <laughs> watch tiger King. Watch tiger King. How did we not bring that up? Yet? Uh, Cause we're talking about movies. Um, fuck it. <laughs> top 10 movies of all time. Tiger King. Who do you think? One. Okay. Before you go any further, who do you think should play Tiger King? Who do you think should play? Let me finish my top 10. John yeah, hates You're me. right. No, um, I don't. so anyways, one flu is a really good movie. I'm not going to keep going into it. Cause John keeps interrupting me. So, uh, <laughs> we need to go on anyway. Damn it. Well, you took up 42 minutes <laughs> by yourself. You're right. I'm sorry. Okay. I know he's rushing my heart at number eight. He done took 42 minutes to talk about. <laughs> I love movies, man. Okay. Number yeah. eight, The New Evil Dead. Yeah. Yeah. The original ones are wonderful. The new one has nothing to do with those at all. Um, yeah, it does. I mean, okay. The okay. Necronomicon X Mortis, The okay. Cabin in the Woods. Pause. That's it. Deadites. That's it. So the new evil dead what? Bruce Campbell's after credit scene. There's an after credit scene? Mm-hmm. I've seen this movie three times and I love this movie with my Oh dude, art, you haven't never... seen it? That's your fault. You never told me there was one. Okay, I'll show it to you. What show a it. dick! Are y'all uh, hearing this? I love this movie and he's he we own it! Badass. We own the DVD! I own the DVD. <laughs> I'll show it to you. I promise. I what, will murder you in your sleep. When this is over, I'll I'll show it to you. John sucks. Talk about the movie. No! <laughs> I'll talk about it. Oh, do you want me to talk about it? <laughs> talk about it. <laughs> so the new evil dead, um, is the, I'm not going to lie to you, the most terrifying movie that I have ever seen. I watched it for the first time this last summer. And that is the most recent movie in the last 10 years that has literally given me a nightmare. Like, I woke up sweating like I was having a bad time. And um, so if you want to be scared, that's the one. 
Um, but with that being said, that does have the trope of final girl. And um, she's a badass. She she's, is, she's not a badass at first, like most final she's girls. She's not, but like your final girl at the end, I love her. Do you want to explain? Her name's also Mia. What do you know? We're talking about Mia Wallace. Oh, there. yeah. Do you want to explain the difference between their reasoning for being there in the first Evil yeah, Dead versus... I was gonna. Okay, cool. I, well, I think... I think I think John thinks I'm stupid. No, I just <laughs> I just didn't want you to forget about it because I know that's one of your favorite parts about them changing the. Why would I forget it then? Because y'all, he thinks I'm stupid. <laughs> John's mad at me. Talk. <laughs> okay. Um. So, anyways, the old one, like he was saying, um, Bruce Campbell goes to the cabin. He's kind of an idiot. He goes there. They read the book. It brings demons out of the woods, and he's got to fight them. That's pretty much it. Well, you're forgetting. He went there with a whole bunch of friends. Yeah, he right? went there with a group of friends. It's they were like, just it's hanging It's like a typical out. scary yeah. movie. It's like they're all idiots, and they read a book, and then they start dying. Like, that's it. Um, the new one, Mia's the main girl. Um, her and her brother are estranged, and their mom has passed away. Um, so somehow they have a group of friends that their mutual friends are, mm -hmm. I guess. Um, and they all invite Mia out there and her brother. And, um, I guess they're just going to spend a weekend at this cabin in the woods, um, which is the exact same cabin from the first evil dead. That's pretty much where they link together. Um, but Mia is a sort of recovering, still active drug addict, heroin, heroin addict. Um, and I think they decided to invite her to this cabin to make her stop doing drugs. Like mm -hmm. they wanted to help her cold turkey because apparently she's had a few close calls and like she doesn't ever hold on to her rehab or anything like that. So um, they go. A uh, few hours into this day, she finds out what they're doing and she gets mad as shit and she goes in there. And she's like, I'll be fine, whatever, y'all suck. Um, <laughs> and of course, hours go by and she's having withdrawal. She's freaking out. So she's like, I'm getting in the car, I'm leaving. Um, about this time, one of their friends is downstairs. He found the book, the Necronomicon, and he's reading shit out of it. Like he's going out of his way to scratch like a piece of paper and figure out what was scratched out, like what he needs to say. And so she's in the car skidding off and he reads the right words and the evil in the woods comes to life. All hell breaks loose. And literally all hell breaks loose. So the one of the scariest parts about this movie, like not actual visually, like demonic wise, um, but I guess the dramatic irony of it is, of course, she comes back and she swears she saw this shit in the woods, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. nobody believes her because she's a drug addict and she is having withdrawals. So nobody believes her. And she's like, I swear to God, I'm like possessed. Like something took over me and I'm blah, blah, blah. And they're like, okay, you crazy bitch. Like go sit in the room, go take a shower. Like, so that's go pretty ahead. scary. Cause she's trying to help them and they're not <sighs> listening. Um, the scariest movie I've ever seen though. Honestly. Yeah. That's the most terrifying movie I've ever seen. That's life. hands down the scariest of the four of them. That's the scariest, scary movie I've ever seen. It's not the scariest, scary movie I've ever seen. What's the scariest for you then? Probably The Wailing, that one I watched the other night. That's probably that's probably the scariest one. I haven't seen that, but I... It's a South Korean movie. It's really but I good. will tell you, um, I mean, Evil Dead will scare you on like a, in the sunshine too, but if you watch that, like the first time we watched it, it was me and John on the couch. We have a big TV. It was dark and we were watching it and it was loud. And I was like, there is that's nothing... That's how it should be watching that, that. You need to watch it like that because it's fully... Like, it's all-encompassing, man. It's terrifying. <laughs> Which is funny that I talk that much about it, and it's only my number eight. What's next? What's next? Number seven for me is Shawshank Redemption. 
Wow, you just seen that one recently. I did, just saw it like three weeks ago. That's good. Um, love that movie a lot. Always love Morgan Freeman. Um, I've meant yeah. to watch that for a long time. Yeah, I, I just never had, like we don't have DVDs at mm-hmm. my house really, and it's never really Not been many on anything. Good ones like, anyway. like, yeah, we don't have a DVD. Y'all have like, like The Goonies like, and 300, and that's yeah, about it. that's it. Yeah. <laughs> we got like four of the SNL seasons with Adam yeah. Sandler, like that's it. Um, Which are great. No, they definitely are. Um. Yeah. But yeah, Shawshank is wonderful. I'm sure most of you have seen it because it's definitely a critically acclaimed, like, I'm not the only person that loves Shawshank. It's definitely not. Um, yeah, most people do. Yeah, uh, wonderful movie. I had to put it on there because I was like, you know, I can't not put it on there. Um, highly recommend that one. Uh, number six, which was hard. Six through one for me were hard to pick <laughs> the order for. Okay. Number one was not, but... Six through two, at least. Yeah, I know um, number one. Was. Number six is the first Scream. Great. I love Scream so much, which is funny because I watched Scream when I was younger, and I liked it then. You know, it was a good scary movie, but I didn't really like. You know, it was fine. It was normal. Mm-hmm. We rewatched it like a couple months ago. It was in like November, I think. We yeah. watched it. Yeah. Um, it just brought so much back to life for me, and I really love that movie. And I've always loved Matthew Lillard, like Scooby Doo, Thirteen Ghosts, like love him. But Scream is probably my favorite, like, I think horror movie trope type of movie. You'll never, you'll never experience that movie fully until you've grown up and you've watched a couple scary movies with your friends at their house with the light out, mm-hmm. and you know, and you know all the tropes. Yep, you had the popcorn. You've done the whole thing. You get the jokes. You get the fact that. Wes Craven, the director, dressed up as Freddy Krueger. In the hallway. Who he also directed. Right. You know, he directed Nightmare on Elm Street. Watching Courtney Cox do all her shit after you've seen Friends. That's pretty funny. Well, <laughs> I'm, I was going to tell a story about that, but I'm going to save it. We're, we're working. We're currently working on a Scream 1 through 4 podcast. We're also kind of trying to figure out how we're going to make that work. Because, you know, we almost did two hours on two movies last podcast. So... We might split it up. Midsummer and Hereditary. Oh, we did. Yeah, yeah but those are deep. Those you have to spend to. There's scream there's is nothing super deep. deep. There's so many references. There's well, we so many. Split, you know, we could part do two. one and part one. Yeah, yeah. Well, we could do we could do one and two, then three and four. But nobody would watch three and four. Three sucks ass, and four was three good. was not that bad. I didn't really hate any of them. Four was awesome. Like I love four. Before watching three, I think you had said something like, oh, this is like said to be the worst one. Mm. Be- because funny enough, I've seen Scream 1 a thousand times, like even when I was younger. In the last like month or so, John and I watched two, three, and four, and I had never seen them. So that was refreshing to see more Scream. The second one is really good. I think the first two are really good. I mean, the first one obviously <clears throat> is the best, but the second one was also really good. With them being in the theater and all that, like, I like at the that college, one too, that one's yeah. that one's really good. Um, but man, Scream One, that just does it, man. And we quote it every day. Yeah, every well, day. Well, there's a lot of there's a lot of scenes. From <laughs> you hit me with the phone, Dick. Like I'll be I right back. <laughs> That's the best line in the movie. And they're all Matthew Lillard. Yeah, I love him. Yeah, I love him. Um, so that brings me to number five, Scooby-Doo. which is. Oh man. Honorable mention is all the Scooby-Doo cartoon movies. <laughs> um number 5 is Titanic. Man, do I love Titanic, man. That's kind of a shit take, honestly. Number you're, 5? You're rude. <laughs> uh, for me. 
It's not, it's not. Did you hear how when he did his top 10, he was like, man, these are just my opinions. Like, nobody bully me. And then I say something, he's like, you're a piece of shit. You suck. Yeah, I get, you know, man, I really shouldn't have said that. I'll I'll swallow my pride on on air. I love Titanic. I love Bill Paxton. I love DiCaprio. Who was Bill Paxton in the movie? Was he the security guard? First of all, where is our security guard in Titanic? I mean, you know, is he the guy with the... No, Bill Paxton's in the very beginning... It starts off in 1998, and they find parts of Titanic, and he's the one running the. Yes, yes, the yes, 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 with the old lady. And then yeah, they yeah, find yeah, the old lady, yeah. and she yeah, goes, "It was me. Yeah. I dropped my heart in the yeah. ocean." Which honestly, love that. I love Titanic. I'll watch all three hours, but every time I watch it now because I've seen it so many times, I'll skip the first 30 minutes because I don't. I don't care about the that. Shouldn't boat. have been like, in the movie. Wanna, like it was good. Like they had to have a reason to go into it. I guess. Like it. It's kind of like that Notebook or the um, which one you just said where they went back. It's, they were telling the story. Princess Bride. Princess Bride. So it's it's like that setup where it... But that worked. The be- I'm saying, but the beginning takes place now. Yeah. And the whole rest of the movie is them telling a story. Um, But I don't really care about the first 30 minutes because I'm like... James mm. Cameron's one hell of a director. Oh, absolutely. He's so fucking I just, good. I love DiCaprio in that movie. Yeah. He's like, good. I love his character. Um, I love uh, Kate... He- he Is did a lot with Kate a little. Winslet? Yeah, Kate Winslet. Um, she's wonderful. She's, she's top three actresses ass. for me. Love her. Yeah, she's great. <laughs> the difference between Cal's taste and our mind is that I have some. <laughs> um, Leo did a lot with a little. He did. No, he did. It's there a were, very I mean, one-dimensional really, yeah. character, in my opinion. And plus, that is... I mean, I'm not going to say it's as good as Shawshank. Shawshank is obviously much yeah. more dramatic yeah. of a movie but titanic is regarded as one of the best movies of all time i mean like that is the most quote like you're i'm the king of the world it was super king, like one of your french girls yeah or, it was super high grossing yeah. and it was it was high grossing until it got beat out by like big big blockbuster yeah movies. i mean like, that's still one of the highest grossing it's movies one of, of all time. it's one of them for sure i mean that with good it. reason it's a good movie i i think reason i said that i was so shocked for it to be number four five like that's really high on a list well i think it's because i've seen it i'm yeah. not saying again like John said, not the best. Yeah, no of all favorites. Time. You're right. You're right. I didn't think of that. You're that right. Is my number five most favorite, but I've seen it a lot. Yeah, and, and it's a three hour movie that I've seen a lot. So yeah. I'm like, it's just good. It's heartwarming. Yeah, it is a good movie. I, I, it's a good movie. It's it's just good. It's just it. Oh, what's her face? Um, Kathy Bates. Yes, Kathy Bates in that movie is so good. There'll be room for one more. If you know, shut that oh, all in your, your face. face. <laughs> My mom would never let me live it down if we talked about Titanic on here, and I didn't mention that. That's her favorite line. I know. In the whole movie. I I just I love that yeah. movie so much. Um, number four is the Joker. Joker, new one. Okay, no. not the Joker. Yep. <laughs> he said the, the Joker. The I didn't Joker. mean yeah, uh, Joker. Um. Which, I mean, I put it at number four because I did love it a lot. Um, I didn't, like I said, it was really hard for me to pick the order for these. Um, but I love Walking Phoenix a lot. And I think he did a wonderful job. I think he deserved Best Actor for that. And I love him and I love that movie. You're laughing. He turned himself into a pickle. And you're laughing. Shut up. <laughs> Have you seen that I meme? Also, yeah. Really? <laughs> Have you seen that meme? Yes. Um, but I also... Um, I love their use of uh, what's his face, Frank Sinatra song. That's like mm-hmm. I liked it a lot. I know. I like the callback to it. I know I you like were, it. dude. You were singing that for a minute. It was stuck on my head. That's okay. Uh, it's a good song. Robert De Niro did really good just, in that movie too. I feel like it. It makes me feel shitty because everyone loved the Joker when it came out, and then like three people said it was shit on Twitter, and then everyone that's anybody you, was like, "I hate that movie." You want to know what and I so hate? Now I hate saying that it's my favorite because everyone's like, "Ah, that's a shit opinion." She's you, stupid. You want to know what I hate? What is that? Zazie Beetz didn't get more screen time. I think they She's, really yeah. could have made a 
think some stuff. No, they, yeah. Yeah, if she yeah. had some more screen time. No, I think so, too. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I just hate the, the backlash that movie got for pretty much absolutely no For reason. dumb stuff. Um, I mean, that's a good movie. It's a really it, good movie. It's a good movie, man. Anyways. People tried um, to turn it into, like, some white nationalist shit or yeah, something. Yeah, that's not at all what nah, it was. Nah, man. That, um, number three, top three are where they need to be bangers man um, i know your top three number off the three bat. django unchained you have to have a tarantino movie ah, you gotta have a tarantino I, movie in Christoph the top 10 waltz jamie fox leonardo dicaprio you silver tongue devil you God, I love jamie. <laughs> and django's one of those ones again i did not watch until it must have been like a year and a half ago it was like it was like you met me man but the funniest part of that, John kept saying, "Oh, you love it, you love it," and I just w- I hadn't watched it yet because it's three hours long. And, and you don't like cowboy movies? You like it? Yeah, I was like, well, I don't feel like doing it. And John was out of town for one of the fights, I guess. Yeah, I don't know, but I was home and I was Have like, "Have I you ever know what? mentioned I do that on this podcast?" Yeah, I don't think so. I'm Guys, I used to fist fight in a ring, and uh, <laughs> sometimes I trained with my friends too. That's yeah, what she was talking about. I mentioned fight. that I said at the fights, and they're like, what "Yeah, the fuck? where did he go to <laughs> street beefs? Yeah, bum fights." Yeah, for real. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he was gone out of town, and I think I decided that I was gonna wash clothes and like fold them. And I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna I'm gonna sit here and put Django on because I finally have the take time a recommendation. To sit down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and uh, damn if I did not fold a single piece of clothes. <laughs> that movie started, and I'm like, shit, it's Captain. And then you know how much I love that movie, and I told him this. Not only did I watch it twice in the same weekend. But he had it on DVD where I was watching it, and I watched the bonus features. Who even does that? Me. I know, but like you have to love a movie, dude. Yeah. So I know everything about the set design and the costume design. You and I should watch the commentary because I've never watched commentary on that one. No, I, we should. I, I love I, commentary tracks. If you have not seen Django, you have to see. You're it. under a fucking rock. If First you of seen all, Django. and I don't know how I waited so long, but you know what? I kind of am glad that I waited to see it because I feel like if I watched it in 2012 at 14 years old, I wouldn't have cared as much. It would have been a good movie, but it wouldn't have set with me like it did. I really love that movie, and I love Christoph Waltz. And fun fact, just before we get to the topic, um, when I watched the behind the scenes for it, the beginning where Christoph Waltz is walking through the woods with Django, and they get approached by those officers of the um, horses. You mean the owners of Django? Owners? Is yeah. that what it was? Whatever it was. But um, Christoph Waltz is walking, and he has a lantern in one hand, and his gun on the other? Is that what it was? Yes. Yeah, I think that's what... No, no, he has a lantern in one hand and he's holding something else in the other. But regardless, he has a lantern in one hand and the other hand is full. And the scene is that Christoph Waltz grabs his gun and shoots it as he drops the lantern to grab his gun. And that's real. And he had to time it just right where he literally dropped the lantern and before the lantern hit the ground, he pulled his gun out and shot it. I am Dr. King Schultz, and this is my horse, Fritz. <laughs> um, I just, I love him. Yeah, I love him so much. He was great. That's his best I don't character. Like the way, I don't like the way they wrote him out of it, but. Yo, Leo was a bad motherfucker. The, you know movie. what? And that is the one, I don't give a shit how many good movies Leo's been in. That is the one I am mad he was snubbed for an award for. That man bled. We can, look, man, we can talk about this for a second. Leo got an Oscar for the wrong fucking movie. Because the Revenant's dope, but it's not a fucking. That's Oscar. not, dude. Him and Django, him playing that piece of shit, sneaky. He's a genius, but you hate him. He sucks, and he literally he smacked the table in the shot and bled his own blood and kept acting. And they used it like I how I think the Django 
is probably a Leonardo DiCaprio's third best performance. Number one being The Aviator. I talked about that on the Instagram page today at 757 Movie Club. <laughs> um, the second one, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, was amazing. Whatever. I know. You don't want to talk about it. And we won't talk about it. But I loved it. I loved every second of it. He epitomized what it was like to be a bougie-ass actor in the 50s and a drunkard. And he was great, man. That he It showed a little bit of range on his part because Leo never does funny. He's a dramatic actor, and that's it. But, like... Titanic was funny. He was funny in that movie. He's kind of funny in Wolf of Wall Street, I guess. I don't know. You're going to tell me that's the one he was snubbed on and not was he didn't Gilbert Grape? You dick. I don't think he had enough clout yet. You Doesn't need, matter if you have clout. You need clout to win an he Oscar. He was so good that when they went to the red carpet, they were like... Brad Pitt thought he was. Yeah. Brad Pitt thought he was mentally... Um, what's the politically correct word handicap yeah no but they thought he was i know he's a wonderful actor he, yeah it's really that good. man was snubbed his whole life yeah i love that man <laughs> then he got the fucking oscar for the wrong movie all right give us number two number two movie Which we've never talked it, about on the podcast because it mirrors your number two yeah yeah um hot fuzz <laughs> Which is funny because, again, I just watched that one for the first time like three weeks ago. But that is the funniest movie I've ever seen. Mm. You have to see Hot Fuzz at Emily. She won't P. watch P.I. Staker. Piss taker. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I love, 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 love that movie. So was it a have a black spot on the head? Well, it's, it's a swan, so it's, it's white. <laughs> <laughs> it's really. Why do, you think he has, why do you think he's looking down with his hood on? Because he fuck up. Yeah. He's fuck ugly. Okay, but why is he looking down? Probably because he's fuck ugly. <laughs> What's a... Uh, well, before we go into that, um, did you like Shaun of the Dead or The World's End as much? Or um, They're all three good. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we talked about them in that trilogy episode if yeah. anyone's watched it. Um, but I do... Hot Fuzz is my favorite. It's the funniest, I think. It's it's the that's funniest. okay uh, yeah uh, it's your favorite Shaun of the Dead is really they're all hilarious I'm gonna give them all that they are all hilarious I just like Hot Fuzz because it hits every single type of movie that I love it's a comedy it's a crime it's a mystery it's a buddy cop it's it's like you love buddy I, cop movies well I love Psych oh, um, yeah. Psych is one of my top three favorite movies or shows of all time yeah. and it's two best friends crime solving. <laughs> They're good at what they do, but man, are they funny and man, are they idiots? Like, I love them. And so it's just, it, it really does it all for me. Yeah. So I think that's why that's my favorite because I just love that type of movie in general. Um, but World's End and, um, and Shaun of the Dead are both hilarious too. I'm going to hit you with something that's going to hurt Edgar Wright movies, Baby Driver, Hot Fuzz. I'm gonna go hot fuzz, but I love Baby Driver. That's what I was hoping you would say. So I was hoping you say hot fuzz. Baby Driver's hilarious. Jamie Foxx is good in that movie. Kevin Spacey's good in that movie. Kevin Spacey's a piece of What's shit. What's Jamie Foxx not good in? I don't know. He was good I, in the Jamie Foxx show, and like that Jamie was just Fox like Fox is all around probably the greatest actor performer. Like he's got it all. Him and Donald Glover, the shit. Both of those dudes. I'd say Jamie Foxx more. Me too. 
And I know the boys disagree with that, especially Eric. I it, love Donald Because somehow Atlanta's his favorite show. I, top tier show. It's fucking amazing. But I mean, Donald Glover has it all also. But I think Jamie, Jamie Foxx can sing his ass off. Jimmy Fox was good in Ray. I believed that he was Ray Charles the entire time. He's funny. He's dramatic. He had me in middle school singing about blame it on a- 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 alcohol. No, literally. I was wiling out at the school dances. True story. Oh, yes. oh my god. All right, god, he's so honorable mentions. Honorable mentions. Uh, I'm, off- I don't know any of these, so okay. I'm I'm curious. Um, Office Space. Great. How to, how to do that one? My, my, um, my stapler. Yeah, <laughs> my, my stapler. I'm gonna um, burn burn the building down. <laughs> um, hairspray, which we Great. touched on. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we even talked about it that much, but it's uh high school in the fifties. Um, there's a beauty pageant pretty much, um, and they're all like perfect little white girls, and um, this bigger girl is the main character and she really just kind of breaks their beauty stereotypes. And it's just a really funny, really heartfelt Christopher Walken is her dad and John, John Travolta's the mom. It's so funny. It's so good. It's so and they're funny. so talented. And yeah. it's Zac Efron and you're like, I don't think I would like him, but it's like, and Amanda Bynes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Love them. Elijah Kelly is incredible. I love uh, Elijah uh, Kelly. Uh, is in there. Hmm? Hmm. She was in Scarface. Michelle Pfeiffer. Pfeiffer. Yes. Michelle yeah. Pfeiffer is the bitch mom. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Okay. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, another DiCaprio and Tom Hanks movie. Woo-hoo! Catch me if you can. Yeah. I watched Two that. mice <laughs> fell into a bucket of milk. <laughs> Quit it. Um, we, uh, I watched Catch Me If You Can for the first time like a month and a half, two months ago. Um, loved it, though. I love DiCaprio. It's a really good movie. Um, it's just one of those cat and mouse movies it's really good and it's based on true story really interesting true story yeah really interesting and i i love it a lot it's really good um number four ferris bueller you're my hero (laughs) bueller (laughs) i love ferris bueller's day off that is a classic he is so good. He goes, uh, 10 bucks says Cameron sitting in his car right now deciding if he wants to come over here. And it shoots the camera and he's like, shit, shit. <laughs> I'm not going. I'm not going. Uh. Yeah. And then Bueller in the beginning, he's like, how could I, how could I be expected to go to school on a day like this? And it's fucking normal sunny day outside. Like it shoots to like the clouds in the sky. Yeah. That's a, that's a great movie. It's just a perfect like high school. That's a, that's a John his Hughes sister, movie. Yeah. His sister hates him because he gets away with everything. His sister Jennifer is Jennifer Grey. Yes. Yeah. Um, and uh, I mean, like he's a genius, man. He's got the trophies up in his room and with his radio with the snoring sound. Hold on, the principal Rooney. Yeah, I mean, is... he's a genius. I don't know if you noticed this. You know who he is? Nigel Thornberry. That's what he looks like. No, he's the dad in Beetlejuice. He's Winona Ryder's dad. Yeah, I told you that when we saw it. Shut up. <laughs> I thought you didn't know that. Okay. Dude, have you seen his face? How could I miss it? Oh. Anyways. Thank you, John, though. For yeah, making, you're welcome. I want to making sure I knew. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you. But um Power Knowledge. No, Ferris Bueller's most people have seen it. If you haven't seen it, what I the think fuck? It, I think it's on Netflix. Um there's so many scenes. Oh, before you go through this, hmm. go back on, go back through your list. I'm gonna do this too. Go back through your Netflix. I mean, through your list. Is any of that available on Hulu or Netflix for the people? Um, I know Amazon Prime has a lot of them, but I bought it. I don't know if it's on there. Yeah, it's not. It's not. You, um, yeah, you bought it. 
I don't I don't know. Shawshank me, Redemption is on Netflix. For a little bit longer. It's getting taken off on like the fifth, I think. Um so watch that shit now. I don't I don't know if I, I don't know. Um Django's no coming later this month. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You can get back to your honorable mentions. I just wanted um, people to have the resources. But yeah, Ferris Bueller is an incredible movie. It's hilarious. It's it's quoted and like parodied all over and and, i mean anything you can imagine always um harold ramus is the teacher who goes mueller yeah no he's not he's got more that dude whatever it's not harold ramus from ghostbusters no i don't know who he is but that's i don't think that's okay yeah go on anyway john keeps interrupting me um (laughs) my next one (laughs) is walk of the line Honorable mention, wonderful movie. Walking Phoenix plays Johnny Cash. Good movie. Um, Reese Witherspoon, June Carter. Yeah, June Carter. Um, it's a even if you don't know the story of them, it's a gr- good movie without the background knowledge. But I grew up listening to Johnny Cash with my grandpa, so that just it holds a it holds a place in my heart. I love that good movie, one. and I love Johnny Cash. Um, American Beauty, nineteen seventy Thunderbird. It's, it's the car I always wanted, and now I've got it. I rule. <laughs> if Kevin Spacey wasn't a flaming pile of dog shit, it would have been one of my top 10 favorite movies of all time. I just watched it for the first time like a month ago, and it is an incredible movie, and I love his character, but Kevin Spacey sucks ass. So, <laughs> but I Welcome did, I had to, to Smiley Burger. <laughs> but I had to mention it because you have to see it for what it is. It's a wonderful movie, and I love it a lot. Tara Reid? No, not Tara Reed. I know um, Wes Bentley is the Wes Bentley is the son across the street, and I th- no, never mind. I don't. I don't know who the dad across the street is, but he's a famous actor too. And Allison Janney is the mom across the street. Remember? No, I've only seen it once. But you noticed it. You're the one that noticed it. I don't. It's okay. Just who is Allison Janey? Allison Janey, the mom in Juno. Uh, she's the huh? she's the lady in the Help. The, the I think it's Emma Stone's mom in the Help. She's really tall. Let me look it up because now you're you. No, just, and just do your. Hold on. I'll pull it up. You do no, your next. No, because you already interrupted me. <laughs> I'm gonna kill you. Yeah, that's her. That's her. She's the mom in the Help. Yeah. Yeah. I've only seen American Beauty one time, so I don't remember exactly who is it in it. But it is it, it did throw me off with the uh um him having a thing with the teenage girl, but I think um, the entire movie's just like here's what a midlife crisis feels like. Like Yeah, that it's pretty much him having a midlife crisis the entire yeah. movie. Which That's is it good. Is. It's entertaining. I mean, it, it hits all the marks, you know. He's, I mean, he's he's funny without trying to be. Funny. Hots for an eighteen-year-old new car starts working out, picks up smoking weed again, like yeah, like it hits all the through. marks. The like, man is going through like it. wants to separate from his wife. Like, good movie. The man Netflix. Is it? Yeah, yeah, it is. That's yeah, what okay. we watched. Um, my next one is Labyrinth, which we were just watching. Yeah, love Labyrinth. Seen it a hundred thousand times. David Bowie. Yes, for Jim you. Henson. Is it? Really? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, if you haven't seen it, I don't know what your problem is. Um, Labyrinth's really good. <laughs> That's probably your favorite fantasy movie. Fantasy wise, yeah, I'd have to say. Yeah, I'd have to say. 
Probably. Okay. Um, love it though. Uh, Parasite and Get Out, which we already yeah, <laughs> they're both good. Um, my last honorable mention is Clueless, which has another funny stoner and um, um, what's her face who plays Alicia the, Silverstone, yes. Paul Rudd. Ah, as if Alicia uh, Silverstone, Paul Rudd. What's Stacy Dash? Mm-hmm. Um, Black Scrubs. Yes. Um, God, what's the stoner's name? Now I can't think. Fuck it. Let's go into your first one. We we have no idea what your number one's gonna be. So I was gonna say more about clueless. Oh, say more about clueless. I was clueless, sorry. LOL! <laughs> no, it's it's really good. Um that's definitely one of those like 10 things I hate about you, rom com. Like, yes, and I love Paul Rudd! Yeah. Paul Rudd, if you're free if you're free to hang out Thursday, I'm free Thursday. If Paul Rudd sees this, I'm free to hang out Thursday if you're free and want to hang out Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, <laughs> Clueless is definitely one of those ones that I can watch a hundred thousand times, like Legally Blonde and anything else. Um, you just, you have to love it. You know, it's one of those. I didn't expect to love it, but I did. Yeah. Did you, um, did I tell you that Paul Rudd got his career started in a Halloween movie? Mm-hmm. I, dude, I just found that out the other day. I must have told you like, as soon as I learned, I was so, yeah, I think you did. it was amazing. Like, I was like, what? <laughs> I mean, it's hands down one of the worst Halloween movies. Really? It's a shitty one. I haven't seen them all, so I don't know. You've seen most of the ones that matter. Okay. You've seen the Rob Zombie one. Mm -hmm. You've seen the new one. Mm -hmm. You've seen the original. And you didn't see two. No. I was watching it, but you didn't see two. Mm -hmm. Those are the only ones that matter. Okay. Three's fun because it's shitty. The rest (laughs) of them are just awful. You love to watch it because it sucks. (laughs) Yeah. There's one that stars Busta Rhymes and Tyra Banks. Huh? It's so fucking bad. You know what, though? And the plot of it is... Does anyone else remember... Life size. Is that what it's called? Yeah, we're just trying to forget it. Is that what it's called? Yeah, Tire Banks. Okay. Yeah. That was a good movie when I was a kid. I liked it a lot. She was a Barbie doll. You're very nostalgic, Steph. She was a Barbie in real life. That's all I wanted as a kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just tell us number one. Number one's Back to the Future. Okay. <laughs> Talk about it. Talk about why it means so much to you. Dude! <laughs> can't get into it again my brain's gonna well hurt. just just let um, the people know how long you've been watching it when it became your favorite i've been watching back to the future since i was born we have it on vhs <laughs> um my brother bought the trilogy like the uh 25 year i yeah it was 2010 so the 25th year um the special edition with all three of them together and like the bonus features um yeah man the whole trilogy is incredible but the first one specifically there is nothing that touches Back to the Future for me. It's a perfect movie. It's a perfect movie. There is nothing wrong with it. There is nothing you could change to make it better. There is nothing they missed. And that's coming for a movie that is so batshit crazy. And there's so many webs to make sure they interlap with each other. And they did not miss. Did Damn. not miss. Robert Zemeckis do not miss. He do not miss. That reminds me. I just seen a used cars the other day you were doing something so you didn't mm-hmm. watch it with me I was, and I was playing Zoo Tycoon. <laughs> used cars <laughs> uh it's not on any streaming services but if you get a chance man that would be so funny it's like anchorman proportions of funny that's how crazy the cast is in that movie uh another kurt russell movie man you, you know what it is uh <laughs> steffi yeah you got any suggestions for the people have you seen anything lately? Other than everything I just said, 
I don't know. I I'm, I just don't know what's on what specific. Um, Tiger King. Yeah, that's it. I'm gonna. That's that's my only suggestion. You need to watch all seven episodes because drop a comment. Tell us if you're Team Carol I, or Team Joe. Listen, when I say the most insane story. There's every single three minutes. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, it's like they keep adding something else, and I'm like, how? Like, what is going on? Um, another thing, if you watch Tiger King, and uh, you were like, that's that's my that's my shit. That's what I like to watch. Uh, that means you like to watch white trash. Not a problem. It's okay, and it's even better because I've got a documentary suggestion for you before I get into my official suggestions. Amazon Prime just put up one of the most batshit insane uh, documentaries I've ever seen. It's called The Wild and Wonderful Whites of West Virginia. I've heard that's good. Wow, man. Like, unbelievable that people like this exist. Just two hours of nihilism and anarchism in West Virginia. And it's like, they're such shitbags that they walk into bars like celebrities because they're so fucking nuts and they have money that like they inherited and it's fucking crazy man if you like tiger king you gotta go check it out it, it's it's really good mm-hmm. um have you seen any movies or anything themselves um shawshank is still on netflix yeah i'll give you that you have american to beauty uh, american beauty is still on there that one's what it is um i, I recommended <laughs> villains last week on hulu yeah that one was really good good and funny um mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I don't really. I've been playing Zoo Tycoon. That's true. Yeah, you have been kind of busy. Um, <laughs> so for Netflix, I've got Green Room. Uh, shout out to my boy Gatlin Clifton for putting me onto this. It's an A24 movie. Uh, as you can probably expect from me, it's a thriller slash kind of gory movie. No, I wouldn't really call it scary. A punk band signs up for a gig at a bar that turns out to be a Nazi biker bar and shit goes out of hand really quick. And I don't know if I already mentioned this, but Patrick Stewart's in it. Okay. Patrick Stewart's amazing. Like Mm -hmm. that's fucking Jean-Luc Picard from Star Trek. The only Star Trek that matters to me, the next generation. I've never seen a single Star Trek. He's, I don't, he's cool. Amazon prime, uh, nightbreed, Clive Barker fantasy, dark fantasy movie, uh, starring David Cronenberg, who I was talking about a little earlier, a good director. Um, and another documentary I'm recommending on Amazon prime. I think we're alone now. Um, two people that are super obsessed with the eighties pop singer, Tiffany, who sang, I think we're alone now and what their lives consist of. And it's bat shit. It's nuts. People are so weird. And if you like Tiger King and you already watched Wild and Wonderful Whites of West Virginia, this isn't really all that close. But, like, if you like crazy white folk, it might be up your alley. <laughs> uh, one more. I've been urging all of my followers and listeners to subscribe to Shudder. Uh, it's a good, good, scary movie streaming service. They're offering 30 days free right now just to try it out. And I guarantee you will. I mean, this is. This is a free plug. I'm not sponsored by Shutter or anything. This is how much I like it. I, I want people to sign up and watch some classics and stuff. Uh, 
to kind of get you into it, I'm not going to give you anything super obscure. I'm going to tell you one off of my list that is on Shutter, Mandy. The Nicolas Cage movie, it's one of the prettiest movies I've ever seen. Also super nuts. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, yeah. You got any uh, last words for the peeps? I don't know, man. Just watch Tiger King. <laughs> <laughs> Tiger King. There's, uh, there's nothing... That like there is nothing you can get. I mean, you've probably seen the memes now, but there is nothing in that show Carol watching it. Fucking best. <laughs> I there is nothing you can guess that's gonna. I mean, they just ever like I said, every three minutes you're like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, so I know a lot of you guys are at home. Good, stay that way. Uh, another reason we did this podcast is uh. Sorry, I'm hiccuping and burping at the same time. It's really uncomfortable. Another reason we did this podcast is to just overload you with names of good movies. So uh, you guys can chill at home. If you got a little bit of extra money in your pocket, if you're if you're an essential person and you know you're making overtime, <laughs> which I'm not, so. <laughs> uh, get on Amazon Prime, rent a couple of these, um, rent our top threes at least, man. I mean, yeah, that's honestly. how you're sure they can be good. I mean. If you haven't seen them. I'm going to say it again. Hot Fuzz is the funniest movie I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. <laughs> Days and Confused is the perfect party movie. <laughs> um, I, man. <laughs> so, yeah, man. Just uh, do yourself a favor. Do our parents and grandparents a favor. Stay at home. Take care of yourself. Exercise regularly. Eat clean. Take your vitamins. Say your prayers. Hulkamania is running wild, brother. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> that's what he used to say. And mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right. Yeah. Well, hopefully, uh, we'll take some of this time at home to get some more podcasts recorded mm-hmm. and, uh, we'll, we'll have some good ideas and some good ones coming out to you in the next couple of weeks. Keep listening like you've been listening and, uh, whatever time you're listening, have a good morning, afternoon, evening, or night. Want to say bye, Steph? Bye guys. Stay home. Bye, guys. Stay the fuck at home.